Hello, my name is Kara Hope Lorraine, and welcome to A Little Piece of Hope. On this podcast, we dive into the many realms of life through sharing my love of being an actor, discussing fascinating topics with some incredible people, and honestly, just being a God-loving human being who wants to spread hope and kindness in all that I do. So stick around for a while. I think you'll truly enjoy being here. Hey everyone, welcome back to A Little Piece of Hope, episode four. I am so over the moon excited today because we have our first podcast guest. Um, This person is so special and our friendship started a couple years ago in the most amazing, incredible way. I cannot wait for you all to get to spend some time just getting to know this lovely person. So without further ado, let's introduce the amazing, wonderful Marcos. All right. Uh, well, as she already said, name is Mark, Marcos, whichever one works just fine. Uh, and I am very honored and very thankful to have this opportunity. So thank you, Kara, for allowing me to be here. Yeah, no, absolutely. Of course. Uh, it's just such a privilege to have you on as a guest today, the first guest. Um, so let's just dive right in. Tell everyone a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, uh, start off uh i am taking a film class um miller film academy um i'm currently in high school but i am pretty much done uh we're on our final real week before finals um and i am an aspiring filmmaker um much like kara who is an aspiring actress yeah no absolutely i love it our stories are you know pretty similar which is really cool especially how you're still in high school and all Um, But tell everyone about how we met, because that is a pretty crazy story to begin with. I would I would say it's a unique one. So our first technical meet wasn't really it wasn't really a real meet. I saw Kara in public one time, got too nervous. My mom was with me and I was like, I know I know who that girl is. And she's like, go say hi. And I was like, I'll pass. Um. But then I connected to you or to her through Instagram and we kind of hit it off pretty well, sharing our our um, our passion for filmmaking and just the industry as a whole and learning that Kara was actually an actress was super fun for me. Um, so I got fed little bits of fun stuff about the industry. And from there, we just kind of built this amazing, very bright bond i would say yeah no it was really nuts just the way it all happened i mean and everyone knows you know i do my best to answer all the dms i get and everything so when i answered marcos and we just kind of hit it off so well and i mean look at us now like how long have we been friends like i I can't even put a date on it it just kind of like happened it's got to be over a year Yeah, something like that. I mean, I talk to you all the time. I mean, basically me and Marcos are always chatting on Instagram daily, sending each other DMs and industry news. And, you know, sometimes I'll send him auditions or things I'm working on and stuff he's working on. So it's just so cool. And I I love how unique, you know, our story is. And I guess that just really, you know, makes me curious, like, how did you get into filmmaking? Like, what was that point in your life that you were like, this is what I want to do? Is there like a specific moment you can tie it back to? Like, tell us about it. Man. Um, well, my first, I guess, door into film was middle school. Um, 
I was starting to make trailers for fun on this silly iPhone app, which I still carry on me. Um, and I would just make these really strange videos or trailers and I would show them to people and it got like small praise. And I kept doing it and doing it. And it was just, every time I did it, it was getting better. So from that point forward, I started studying film for my own, watching different ones and really getting into the filmmaking. I wanna say my real window into like, wow, I kinda of wanna do this was behind the scenes stuff. Normally people watch a movie and they're like, I wanna do that. I saw the behind the scenes, how these effects are made in a horror movie, the makeup design, what goes into it, all the little meticulous things you have to do. And that's when I was like, I wanna do this. But as far as discovering I want to be a director, it was when I was writing down these ideas and I was just, I would just say to myself, this would make a great something, something movie, a great horror movie, a great superhero movie. And it, with all these different ideas, it really put me in the mindset of a director. And I was already casting things in my head. I was designing a score in my head. You know, when you're, when you're making an idea, everything comes to you slowly but piece by piece and the more you get into it you kind of can't step out of it like it's a rabbit hole for sure you sink in and you're so immersed and so passionate for this like it's like your child and you want only the best for it and from there on you have a project and that's when I really was like this is what I want to pursue having all these different ideas and having it culminate into one beautiful passion project I love that yeah I'm I'm just grinning from ear to ear right now because I just love the way Marcos is able to talk about his passion I mean you have somebody here who is so clearly able to describe his love for this art and it is downright inspiring and it's something that I really loved from the get-go when we started our friendship just our DMs and texts and the way he would talk about, you know, a simple, um, you know, film or actor or anything. I mean, it could be a piece of equipment and it was just so eloquently written. And I just, that's true passion right there. Somebody who just knows, you know, and can clearly describe, um, and maybe sometimes even lose a loss for words because of how much they love it. And so by him being so passionate and into, you know, directing and film, it, it keeps me inspired to keep going. And, you know, that really just, it's crazy to think that we're so young, you know, I mean, I'm 19, you're 18. So how does this fit then into your age and being so young, you know, starting a career as daunting as this, you know, what's it like, you know, being your age? When you're young is when or at least when you're our age, so I'm 18, Cara's 19, around this time, you kind of have an idea of what you want to do. Either that or you're dead set. And I guess why it plays into me so well is when you're young, you're still experiencing and you're still living. And so pretty much every living minute of your life is an idea. You'll Even if you're just sitting in your room and just glancing at things in your room, that's where you start. And then you really think about it. How can I make this play into something? 
And before you know it, you have like four or five branches of storylines or ideas, which eventually those like your those are your roots. And then when you find things that connect and go together, they intertwine. At the end of it, you'll have a small plant, a small tree. And a fully grown plant or a fully grown tree is a fully developed and ready to film idea, or at least a ready to go idea to send out to people. So when you're young, it's definitely easier to think of things um, because when you're so young, the mind is unlimited, even when you're older. But when you're older, you kind of feel like everything's been done. Like you have a different mindset as an adult than you do a younger individual. So for me, a lot of ideas are based on things I have gone through or that people my age could go through mental health or loss, grief, or um, self-image, lots of different things that you can play on and expand upon and kind of beautifully in a way have those same people be heard. Because there are people that are our age that go through certain things that can't speak out either because they're afraid to or they just don't want to. But to see someone else go through a similar idea or if not the exact same and to make something that is not only so apt in every detail, but just to feel someone else and just know someone else is going the same, going to the same thing as you makes you feel less alone and it makes you feel heard, which ultimately is the goal. Have others feel heard that can't speak out or just, again, just can't really do anything about it, which is my overall goal with film as a whole is to make others feel heard whilst also entertaining them. That's such a unique way to word that and recognize that because it's so interesting to me that at your age, you just have this ability and knowledge to know, okay, this is my age and this is what I can do with it. And, you know, we have this, you know, mentality right now that the world is our oyster and it's really cool to see you using your age to benefit you with the now and what can you do now you know to help your career down the line and really give you a firm foundation to have stuff to have ideas ready to go i mean i'm sure you just have so many ideas 24 7 just popping in and out of your head you're not wrong <laughs> yeah it's uh it's just crazy because you know, it's actually really hard sometimes to just think of ideas. And, um, but I think people don't realize that it's hard, but it's not, you know, in a way, like, if you really just, you know, set some time aside every single day, put away the phone, the social media, get out in nature, get in your quiet space, and just start allowing your brain to go to those places and be creative and, you know, chase down the rabbit hole, whatever thought you have, um, some amazing ideas, you know, kind of can come into play, you know, as you were saying, and um, it's just, it's such a unique thing. So needless to say, it really just comes down to setting aside that time and just allowing your brain um, to just really go there. It's definitely like a, a realm to step into. It definitely takes a lot of concentration, a lot of thought to build something as big as a movie, even a book takes a long time to, to, to create and think about. Yeah, most definitely. So then how then at your age, you know, do you think um, your voice, can you use it at the age you are? Because, you know, we have society telling us that, you know, this is the way it goes. And, you know, 
oh, if you're this age, you know, you're too young to really have a voice or speak out. So what are your thoughts on this and just using your art and your voice at the age you are? So first off, society sucks. Those, the term disservice of society have been out of date for several years now. Preach. I hope you are taking notes on this right now because this is some good stuff. We are our own society and I learned a pretty big thing today that we ourselves are our own critic our worst critic. We, you know, as hard as it is to say, you can make the most Oscar nominated thing in the world and you yourself, the creator, will never be satisfied. So for someone my age, I start small. I pick up small things first, um, small issues, small lessons, and then kind of pick up from there. I snowball it. So one project has this small issue, all right, what's what's what can I do better and apply that to the next project so as far as getting my voice heard in film you know at the end of the day it's not really so much of my voice being heard when I'm making these projects I'm not putting this in a me I'm not putting myself in the spotlight I'm doing this for those who want to and either can't or don't feel that they can and it's not to substitute them this is not to substitute those that can but won't it's to enlighten them and show them, hey, this, this is possible and this is a path for you. And I hope that I can be the person that can hold the door for you in the beginning. My voice is not what's important when I'm making these projects. It's knowing that others' voices in the same light are who's being heard. This isn't about me. This isn't about, you know, what I went through as a kid or as my age now, it's about those who went through similar experiences and weren't heard. This is for them. And this is solely for that crowd. And if I can make them smile, make them feel better about themselves, then I think I've accomplished my goal, period. Exactly. It's just all about that connection and empathy because we as human beings, we are born inherently on this earth to just connect. We want so badly to relate and connect and there's so much peace in knowing that, okay, I'm going through this thing right now, but somebody around the world is also going through it. It's not the exact same thing because, you know, nobody's going to go through your exact same story, but we're all going through something similar. And there's just that connection and that bond. And, you know, the way you can do that with film is just so unique, like you talked about. Um, and I guess that just leads me into thinking about faith and God. And I know we talk a lot, you know, on our Instagram, you know, just about God and, you know, our day-to-day -day lives and the ups and the downs. So I'm just curious about, you know, your faith and where it is with you right now. All right. If you're, if you're a person of faith, man of God, people of God, uh, listen up. It's about to get real deep here. <laughs> so uh, Kara came to me or I came to her one specific night. Um, and she wasn't having it, or she wasn't really going her way. She was at a point where she was at a roadblock, she felt. Things weren't really falling into place like, had she, like she had hoped for or like that she had planned. Um, and she, think, she thought at the time that, you know, something wasn't right. And I know Kara for as, many, for as long as I've been around her. I know her character. I know this is very out of place for her. And so when she was expressing these things to me, all I could think about was maybe it's not just the right moment yet, you know? Um, 
there are going to be points in your life where you are at a pretty huge roadblock. Um, there's a barrier that we can't seem to cross, a door that looks ready to open, but is locked for some reason. Um, and when you're a person of God and you're at this point where even you are like, why isn't, why isn't it going right? You know, I told Kara this and I'll tell it to everybody else. God will give you no issue, no problem that he knows you can't pull through from. Everything that you go through is in his design. It's all like this test, not like a school test, but a test of who we are as a person. How do we get through this? How will we get through this? At the end of the day, you're going to get through it. Everyone else, it takes either a shorter amount of time or a longer amount of time to get through it. And that's what I told Kara. I told her, you know, know that, yeah, it's, it's hard right now, but there is a way out and there is time. And again, he would put you through nothing that he knows you couldn't be. These are all, all these things that we go through are intentional. And at the end of the day, these are tests that we eventually need to go through. They help us grow as an individual. They help us grow as a person. And they help us grow professionally um, in whatever field that we're in. And lo and behold, not that long after, Kara was in a brighter mood. Things were starting to get, get into place for her. And she was overall happy, happier um, with her situation, which made me happy, of course. So, you know, when it comes to faith and your job or your choice of profession, understand nothing or not everything that you make is going to be as you planned it to be. Something's always going to get in the way. Something's always, something's always going to be an issue, be a little, little tag on you for a little bit. Um, but ultimately, it is you yourself who makes the decision, am I going to let this little tag on me be what ruins this entire thing? Or am I going to pull through, push through, and make this my best film yet? Or best whatever it is yet, book, uh, newspaper, whatever you want to go into. You are your, your, your guide. When the time is right, the door will unlock. When the time is right, you will be able to dig yourself out. It's all about patience and it's all about will at the end of the day. And like I said, Kara came out of it a much happier person and things were starting to fall in line for her. And all it took was a bit of faith and a bit of time. Yeah, I mean, again, it comes down to that faith and that hope and perseverance that you're gonna get through it. And, you know, for those of you listening, I just wanna make it clear that me and Marcos are human beings just like everybody else listening to this podcast. You know, everyone in the world, we're just another human being going through the ups and downs of life and, you know, recognizing it and having a friend to lean on. But keep going. You know, I mean, that's what it's all about. Pushing one another along to be like, the journey is not over. You know, keep going. There is so much left to give and to do and your life matters and you are mattered and important. So, you know, it just really is something that is just so important for us to ingrain into our friends and to our families, minds, you know, everybody that we're all human and nobody's perfect. And it's really easy to put on an image. You know, I'm an actor. 
it's really easy for me to act like I'm having a good day. You know, Marcus is a director and, you know, it's just we're able to put up these fronts, but we are human beings and we have minds, you know, um, as well as talents. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and um, this kind of leads me in, Marcos, then to, you know, you're saying you have all of these ideas in your head and, you know, just different concepts. So what then do you have in store for us? Like what's coming down the pipeline in the future? All right, this is where I sign off. <laughs> we signed an NDA. I mean, just for everybody noticing, like, yeah, we have confidentiality papers already signed. So don't worry about that. <laughs> you see, what happened was we had plans after high school ends to get my whole film class together for a big project that I can't say anything about yet because there's not much to say. Can slash will say we want it to be a horror. Ooh. That's all I will say. In all seriousness, I do have a, a project in the chamber that's ready to get released soon this, this month. Um, if anybody has followed me on social media or keeps up, you guys know I have a short film project that was made in class. People confuse it for a romance. It's not meant to be a romantic story. The premise of it is Alan, who is our main character, our, our male lead, is this person who is immortal, can't seem to die, who meets somebody and befriends them and learns of a disease that this person carries and try and wants to keep them around. Because this whole thing is he's bored with life. He can predict things when they're gonna happen because it, it, he's lived for so long. Yet when it comes to this new friend, um, our female lead, Marie, or her name is Maria, he can't predict her. He's, she's unreadable to him. And that's, that's what makes her unique to him and why he's able to bond with her so well is how unique she is. Um, and ultimately it's a very interesting tale about, you know, living and learning to live the, not, I don't want to say the correct way. There's no correct way to live, but make good choices and live the life, the time that you have wisely and live it well while you still can um for our main character tomorrow is always guaranteed but for those around him it isn't in which that could still affect him and so it's a very interesting tale about um this friendship and this bond and learning to spend time we have left truly um that's about the only real project i have as far as ideas um not much is down the hatch as far as filming, but I do have plenty of ideas I will share in due time. Yeah, we can't give them all the information, Marcos. They're just going to have to come back. We'll schedule uh, two months from now. There you go. Yes, I know because like two months go by and it's like we're basically two different people. I mean, not really, but in a lot of ways, so much happens in two months. Like it's it's crazy. It blows my mind. My gosh. Yeah, I'm going to have an actual beard now. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you're totally going method, you know, as a director, for sure, you know. Oh, for sure. Have to. All right, then you have to have a dream project to work on. I mean, which one is it? Tell me. Oh, my gosh. Any dream project has to do with you. Oh, my goodness. Stop. You are making me blush. That is too kind right now. But in all seriousness, we are definitely going to work together. Just want to let the audience know now you know this is your inside scoop oh yeah no keep, keep that in your minds for a while um that's not leaving anytime soon um no but a huge project i want to do is um 
anything hero related, really. Um, Kara and I share back and forth different hero ideas. Uh, by the way, <clears throat> Marvel, if you're listening, uh, we're still waiting on that Squirrel Girl announcement. Um, still waiting on that. Oh, yes. Hi, Marvel. Um, yes, this is Kara Hope. Um, nice to talk to you. Um, if you're listening, you know, you have two amazing people um, ready for the new Squirrel Girl series um, that is yet to be made. Um, I will be Squirrel Girl, uh, pitching myself as that. Marcos is great at directing and, um, you know, posters, everything you can possibly think of. So I'm pitching the both of us. We are together. Package deal, you know, that's how it works. Um, but no, seriously, you're missing out on two amazing, amazing people. You know, Marcos, we're manifesting. This is what's happening. We can slide you some money. I didn't do research on this character for nothing. It's gonna happen. Yeah, we already wrote the script, remember? Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but a dream project is definitely something hero-related or something that I can do that's extremely fictitious and doesn't have to rely too much on reality. Just yeah. like fun. Just something that's really fun. And means a lot to me at the same time. I love that. Yeah, we just have to, you know, remind ourselves that having fun is a good thing that we all should have, you know, even though, you know, me and Marcos really like the hardcore, the intense stuff. But yeah, it's good to have, you know, those fun moments, you know, keep the the life going, the energy up, you know. Of course. Life is too serious to just not have fun every now and then. Yeah, it's just such a good piece of advice to, you know, remind ourselves and to those listening, you know, even if you're not an actor, you know, find the find the fun in life, you know, um, and I think that's why I love behind the scenes stuff, because you're seeing the smiles on these actors faces and directors and there's just this joy of working and having a good time and cracking up and making jokes, you know? Yeah, it's it's truly beautiful because, you know, even in a horror movie which sometimes this takes me out of it, but it, it helps me not be scared knowing that these are people that all worked together and had a wonderful time making these movies. And to see the bond behind the scenes is surreal. You know, you have this zombie that's like high-fiving a, a victim, a, woman, a female victim. It's very fun to see those bonds on and off screen really goes to show the environment that they're in as an industry, you can tell what environments are the best and what aren't truly the best, but you know, it's always those fun environments that truly hook you in the industry. And that's the environment I hope to provide and give to my future actors and coworkers. Yeah, that's just so beautiful. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, okay, so if you're giving them such great advice, I mean, it's just like, you know, your Pandora's box, you know, you ask one question and boom, this entire paragraph of incredible knowledge just flies out of the box. Um, what advice then would you give to aspiring filmmakers or creatives, you know, young, old, your age, you know, what is that one piece of advice you could give to them? Because everybody has a different piece of advice and I'm curious as to what yours is. All right advice about filmmaking. Like I've said before, you are your biggest critic. Um, so you're not always gonna be satisfied with your work. What I will say is if you plan to be in the industry, you need to have some thick skin for sure. Yeah, I mean, you better layer up. It gets cold in this industry. You might catch a burn, 
or uh, a cold burn. You're going to catch a lot of that. Yeah. Um, you have to learn to be able to take criticism. That's bottom line that, that you have to take criticism. And when you do get criticized by someone who's a professional, not people on Twitter, um, Ooh. <laughs> when, when you get criticized by a professional, let's just say that, don't take it harsh. They like or care enough about your project enough to even give you advice on what to do. So when you're presented that criticism, take note of that. And when you make another project, try something different and apply that knowledge that you were given into the next thing. I'll tell you this right now, and I speak from experience, your first film is not gonna be good. You can try as hard as you'd like. Your first project is gonna be terrible. It's gonna be garbage, maybe. It may be decent. The nice way I can think of it, it's gonna be a decent movie. It's not gonna be good. To make a good movie takes practice, time, and a lot of effort and tons and tons of experience. And the realest advice I can give you is if you're someone who's my age or younger and you're getting fresh out of high school or you're working high school currently, or even if you're younger, um, know that you're not gonna be in the field you wanna be the minute you finish. To be in a position of a director, in my case, I have to work my way up that ladder. I gotta be a PA, I gotta be this, I gotta be that. The biggest advice I could give as well, I learned this from my teacher, never be the smartest one in the room. I'm gonna repeat that. Never be the smartest one in the room. If you're like me and you're climbing up the ladder to an ultimate goal, go into the first job. Once you know everything there is to know and you're like, I don't, there's nothing I need to do here. Move on, next job. You know, when you learn everything, move on. And, you know, again, take passion. Don't make everything about just your voice. Give a good welcoming environment to your audience and the people working with you. Cue the mic drop. Cue the Quizlet notes. I I feel like I need to pull out my pen and paper right now and just start journaling away. I mean, it just blows my mind the amount of knowledge you have at your age. Again, it's just so cool and refreshing and just really so unique to have that perspective and look and especially because we feel so ridiculous if we aren't the smartest person in the room, right? I mean, it goes back to that society sucks, you know, because we feel the need to be the best in the room. And it is so cool to point out that no, it's not actually, you know, that learning, that process is where it is at. Yeah, it's always perceived that, hey, I have to be, I have to know what I'm doing. I have to know what I'm doing. Yeah, no, not all the time. Because some point, it's like you're in a part where you know that stuff and it's like, well, I know it, but can't apply it. You yeah. don't want to be the smartest one. You're not, you don't have to be this genius, you know? No, get what you can, learn what you can, and make that your own kind of thing. And that, everyone, is how you ace the test with Marco's phenomenal just you know, brilliantly, you know, gifted mind and notes he's giving everybody about, you know, what's helped him and what he's learning, you know, so, oh, I can't believe it. I mean, time has already gone by, you know, this podcast is about to come to a sad end, 
but I guess that means, you know, Marcos is just gonna have to come back on, you know, every couple of months, you know, series regular. Stay a little bit after, there's a post-credits scene we have. There's post-credits. <laughs> Indeed. So as we go then into our credits, you know, I guess it's like the credits then, I guess, where we're at in the, the show tonight. Um, Marcos, where can we keep up with you? I mean, I, I want to know. I mean, I'm curious. I'm already following you. But at the same point, I, I still want to make sure I'm following you on your Twitter and social media. So where can we follow you to make sure we are staying in the know about this up and coming director, filmmaker, the amazing Marcos, who, you know, everyone, you're gonna wanna, you know, keep an eye out on him. I mean, it's he's gonna be something pretty amazing. So, I mean, mark my words, I'm betting on it right now. All right, well, I have a YouTube, a YouTube channel in the works, uh, Cinemark, not to be confused with the company, with the K, mind with the C. We are one letter away from a lawsuit. So just, mm. um, my YouTube is that. There's nothing up there yet, but there will be soon. Stay in touch. My Instagram is embarrassing. <laughs> it's uh, Schwaggy. Mexican, a play on words. It will change eventually. Don't laugh at me. Um, that is S-C-H-W-A, two G's and a Y, and then Mexican spelled, you know, the normal way to spell it. I'm also on Twitter on at official Marcos L. I post my aggressive rants about movies or video games, just things in general. It does get political every now and then. So if it's something that you don't really like, maybe avoid that. Um, and there is a separate Cine Cinemark Twitter where it's strictly media, strictly film, news, updates, et cetera. So those are all of my uh, socials that you can find me on for sure. Um, I don't post frequently, but when I do, it's there are updates or there are things about projects. Um, I hope to post more project stuff soon. Um, and once I get an okay, once I get the okay, The Happy Man, the film I've been promoting, will be releasing on the YouTube channel. Um, for everyone to watch, it's like seven minutes long. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but hopefully when time gets there, we'll start making feature lengths, maybe 30 minutes, maybe an hour. We'll see. And I, for one, am really excited about this. I mean, summer is going to be amazing this year. I cannot wait for all of the phenomenal things coming down the pipeline for the both of us. It's just going to be super awesome, inspiring. So yeah, make sure you're following Marco so you can get the updates, stay in the know. And also, I mean, his Twitter, if I do say so myself, is really, really awesome to just look at his tweets and see what's going on with the industry. He keeps you up to date. And, you know, sometimes when I miss a movie, you know, and I can't go see the premiere or whatnot, I'll actually get on his page and, you know, go see if he's, you know, already seen it or, you know, talking about it. So it's just, it's a really great page and he interacts with everyone. So go follow. What are you doing? I like to tell everyone following is free. So why not follow? You know, it's, it's so free. So that's one thing in life you can easily attain and earn. <laughs> There's a Sonic 2 review. Sonic 2 reviews up there. Um, and on Cinemark, the Twitter account for that, I post Fun Fact Fridays every now and then. My favorite one is about my favorite horror film, Alien. Um, if anybody's ever seen that movie before, um, everyone knows the infamous chest bursting scene. There's a misconception that nobody knew it was gonna happen, thus the genuine reactions. People knew it was gonna happen, or the actors knew it was gonna happen, but they didn't know how it was gonna happen. So the reactions to seeing that alien for the first time were genuine reactions. 
to seeing that creature for the first time. Whoa, I didn't even know that. See, this is why you have to follow for this type of information. Yeah, I know. So that scene was, um, people say, oh, they had no idea that was going to happen. Misconception. They knew. They just didn't know when. Um, so that one actress who gets the blood splattered on her, that, that was unexpected for her. She didn't expect to get blood on her. So that was a real reaction. And there you go. That is your inside scoop into the industry right now. <laughs> Anyways, I hope you all are following Marcos as your, you know, as this podcast is coming to an end. Go do that. Um, anyways, Marcos, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be on this podcast and not only be on the podcast, but be the first guest. I mean, that's that's huge. So very, very exciting things. Um, I don't know what the next podcast episode will be because that's how this podcast kind of goes. I just kind of do as I feel. So I don't know. We'll see. Next week's Kevin Feige. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you never know who's going to be next, what's going to be talked about, you know, all that jazz. Anyways, I hope you all are having a blessed day. May you go into today and to tomorrow with peace, light, and an abundance of joy. Thank you again, Marcos. You are a light. Keep shining. I love you all so much, um, little piece of hope family. And yeah, uh, keep, keep going. This is The Believer's Family. And until next time. Thanks so much for listening. It means the world that you would take time out of your day to tune into this podcast. I hope you go into the world with peace, light, and an abundance of joy. Oh, and just remember one thing. Stay humble but hungry. Special thanks to Lucas Chambers who composed the music for today's podcast. Until we meet again, my dear friend.